0: What's up, everybody? What's going on? It's your boy Headstacks. You on Headstacks Corner. How y'all doing today? I hope you're having a pleasant, pleasant Saturday. Queen Niche is in the building. Queen Niche. Hello,
1: everyone. I have finally joined, took my seat. Yeah. <laughs>
0: the Queen has arrived. So today we got another awesome show for you guys today, and it's called Strictly for the Fans.
1: This is strictly for you guys. It's 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 the feedback. There, it's the questions that you guys have been dying to ask us, and we're ready to answer them.
0: Yep, and some some people have some favorite shows from us too. So, what, who you do you want to go first, or do I go first? Um, Surprise Surprise me, James. Surprise me. Surprise me. So, okay, the first question question I got is for me. And it's from a white woman. She says, James, I would like to know, as a black man, how can you not fully get behind Black Lives Matter when you are black? That just does not make too much sense to me. So... Mm. uh -uh, With that being said, I said that I respect and I understand this is a sensitive topic. And I promised I really wouldn't even go back to this topic. But here we are, strictly for the fans. So um, I don't think that white people really understand where I'm coming from because white people are privileged. So you don't have a target on your back. You're on the outside looking in. From my perspective, you just see, you know, black people being killed by cops, which is horrible, which is disgusting, and it needs to change. But my aim of what I'm talking about is black on black crime and what's going on in the black community. So I feel as though even though I respect where you're coming from, and I understand, and I love especially, you know, everybody that's out, that's that's doing that, you know, supporting, especially white people going on the limb, but I don't feel like they'll never understand because they don't have a target on their back. We do. So, you know what I mean? So that's where I'm coming from. So that's the answer to your question.
1: Okay. That was a good question, though. Because I know a lot of people that probably just like her that had the same question. I mean, you, you've you gotten the feedback. You've seen what a lot of them have Uh-oh. said and, you know, what they've felt uncomfortable of hearing coming from you. I think it's fair. Um you know, you gave your answer again, like we always say, this is an opinionated that we say is set in stone. And if you ever have an issue or you want to have dialogue or even just feel like, you know, something that we don't and it could possibly educate us, let us know.
0: And I just wanted one more thing. And when I say privilege, when white people are privileged, I mean that it's not to say that you don't have issues that's going on in your everyday life. You're not, you know, struggling to pay bill to bill or your family's not dying or I'm not saying that you're not, you don't have anything serious to go through. I'm saying what white privilege is. Basically, you don't, you know, if you get pulled over by the cops, you know that you're going to make it out alive. You could have a DUI, a record out the ass and you know nothing's going to happen to you. You can ask somebody in California, 42 year old man just got killed for jaywalking by cops, quote on camera shot him in the middle of the expressway. You don't have to worry about stuff like that. Our black people, our parents, our family, we have to worry about that. So that's what I mean to say that white privilege. So I don't feel as though you understand exactly where I'm coming from as a black man. So that's what I mean by white privilege to clear that up too. So. um, Thank you, James. Yes. So do you um, have? Yeah.
1: I do. Okay. So a lot of the questions that I know you've gotten for me and that I've been hearing and I've been told and I've been asked and I want to clear it up and clear the air. And this is the last time I'm going to speak on it. No, I do not have an issue with white people. I'm not a racist. I don't dislike all white people. That's not me. That's not what I said. And if anybody was actually listening, paying attention and hearing, you would hear me say that every time I speak on white people or have anything to say about the white culture, I always say it's most of majority, but I never say all. So to clear the air once more, I do not have a problem with white people, nor do I have a problem with white women. I have an opinion From what I've seen, what I've experienced with the the white people that I have encountered, I never said that all of you are spineless and weak. I just said most, not all, but most. And I'm going to stand on that until someone who is as educated or wants to educate me in something different, you can come on this platform and you can tell me or let me know what it is that you feel or how it is that you perceive yourself, because then at that point, that would be a different perception from another person that I've encountered who happened to be white. So I was telling you guys that from the people that I've encountered who happen to be white, that's what I've experienced with them. I don't have a lot of experience where it's like I didn't feel like that. But that's just what I, my perception is as of right now. It could be wrong. It, it probably really is. But until somebody can show me something different, then we can have a different conversation. But no, I'm not a racist. I am not. I, I don't have an issue with people and their race. Like, I don't. I just have certain views of how I've seen you guys. You so know, that's your perspective is, is, That's my yourself. perspective. That's the all I thing. ever give is my perspective. They get in their feelings and then want to tell me that I have a bone to pick or like why am I being picked or I'm picking or bullying uh, other people. That's, that's not the case because you can easily just come educate me. I'm all ears. Like that's what I'm here for. This show is not to just, you know, bash people and we don't do that. We're giving our opinions. It's an opinionated show. And you know you can also have a show, too, for any of those that, you know, want to have something else to say. Their opinions, okay? I just wanted to clarify that. But so, other okay. than that, I don't I don't have anything.
0: <laughs> okay, so I, I actually have... You pretty much answered it, but I promised them that I was going to read off what they had wanted to yes. ask me. Yes,
1: so read it off.
0: They said, I feel like you have a problem with white women. It seems like every chance you get... You have something negative negative to say, whether it's being submissive or not having a backbone. And then you said something on the last episode along the lines of we prefer black friends of a lighter tone or something like that is complete asinine. I had to Google that word asinine, by the way. It's a big word. Um, It's (laughs) complete asinine. Do your research and ask around before you say things like that. So that was that was. was
1: So again to go back to that, from my encounters and my perspective and from what I've seen, that's what I've experienced. I haven't seen a lot of other you know I don't I don't want to be bullying, but I haven't seen a lot of white women who have you know darker friends. That's just not what I've seen. So if you ma'am, whoever you are, want to come and give me some perspective or a different view on something, You can come on here, okay, and say it to me. That's all I got (laughs) to say. I I mean, I'm serious. If you have a different perspective, please show me. Please educate me. That's all.
0: And then we got one more that has a question for you. (laughs) She says, did a white woman steal your man or do something really mean to you? And I have a question. If black men date white women because we have no quote-unquote backbone, I want to know, what's your take on black women dating white men?
1: What's my take on that? Oh, that's queen status. That's the only take on it.
0: That's queen status? That's queen
1: status. And that's my answer. And if she doesn't like it, well, too bad. I don't know what to tell her.
0: (laughs) Okay. So now I got another reply from a black woman. She says on a Black Lives Matter episode, she says... I don't think you were fully understanding James and his experiences growing up in the urban area. So I would like to know, do you really understand what's going on in the hood? And do you have any personal trauma experience that you have?
1: Okay, so on the Black Lives Matter view, I've told James, James and I, we've had conversation prior to, you know, when we go on here and talk. And we we did the Black Lives Matter, so I did not. I don't. I don't know if I grew up in the. I don't want to say I did because I don't feel like I've had those type of experiences that James has had. So it's really hard for me to say that you know his feelings and what he's went through is not valid. And and if it did come across like that during the Black Lives Matter podcast, I I did not mean so. I'm just speaking at an overall from what I see and I see that most of our culture we're suffering because we're, you know, we're living like this. So I, I know that you James, Mm -hmm. you have a right to feel the way that you feel. I understand it. I, and I, you know, I don't take anything away from you, but can I actually say that like I had experiences I mean, I've had small encounters, but they haven't been anything that big. So I, I'm not trying to take away anything from what you were trying to say, but I was just trying to give an overall bigger perspective of that when we go on platforms as black people, and then, you know, talk almost like, I felt like it was almost like a talking down. Right. I just, that that was my issue. Like we can, we can have this conversation but it's like when it's public when it's a public if it's in a public forum like that where we know not only just black people and you know, we have other listeners too. I felt like it was kinda like making us look bad when we already look bad. Like I never want to embarrass us even more than what we've are are going through. So that was my my take on that. I just didn't want it to look bad. Cause so you we to bad. So
0: you felt as though that I was talking down personally.
1: So, well, because of how you explained, I know you weren't talking down, but from what everybody else may have looked at, it could have felt like it. Because if I did, if we didn't have that conversation and if I didn't know you, I would have felt like, well, why? I would have felt like how they were feeling too. But you explained yourself. You explained yourself during, Mm -hmm. you explained yourself before, and you're explaining yourself right now. But as a perspective from the outside looking in, people that don't know it could have seemed like or sound as though you were talking down.
0: I just, you know, I just want to say, like I said, I, we're just strictly for the fans. And I promised that I wasn't going to go back on this topic. But where I, my issue is with the Black Lives Matter is what I was saying, like how that 42 year old man just got picked on by the cops in California for jaywalking and got killed in the middle of the expressway. That's bullshit. That's, and I get where Black Lives Matter comes from. I get that. And this is a personal story that I didn't even tell y'all on the last, on the Black Lives Matter episode, but this was Christmas of 2019. Me and my grandfather, my grandfather's almost 70 years old. He's been living in his house for almost 40 years now, right? We're walking his dog, right? And check it. It's like maybe 20 cop cars pull up on this and talking about we fit the description of two black men that's climbing out of the windows in the neighborhoods robbing people. My grandfather's almost 70 years old. And me, an old man, and all these cops surround us with guns questioning us. And that situation, thank God, it didn't end bad. But I get it. Black Lives Matter is to point out how we are Always being picked on, and cops are supposed to protect us, and I get that. I'm with you on that. So, like I said, my issue is what happened uh, at Brown County a few weeks ago when eight people got shot. I don't hear anybody protesting. I don't hear nobody protesting about that. So we're we gonna have the same energy when white cops and white people pick on us. White people have been killing black people for 400 years now, and now it's just on camera. So why would anything ever change when you don't respect yourself? And I just was watching the news the other day. It's 82 homicides in Philadelphia. This is on March 4th. 82 homicides already in Philadelphia. That's 23% higher than it was last year. And a 60-year-old deaf man just got ran over multiple times and nobody's out here protesting. Nobody's protesting and we just take it as another fucked up day in the, in the hood. So that's that's where I'm trying to bring enlightenment. So if you're going to have an issue with what white people have been doing to black people, have the same type of respect for your own people. That's where I'm coming from. That's like that's basically like you. Somebody has sex with somebody that told them that they have AIDS or something like that. and You still go ahead and have sex with them and then cry and complain that you got AIDS. I told you what it was from the they told you what it was from the beginning. So why would anybody feel sorry for you? So I feel like black people that were getting on me just heard what they wanted to hear. They heard what they wanted to hear because I'm very educated on Black Lives Matter. But hey, if the shoe fits, like I said, wear it. So that, that's why I said wear So as a black man, I can't walk down a black in a black neighborhood without feeling scared for my life. I got to carry a gun on me because I'm worried about another black man hurting my life. And I don't even mean to keep on rambling, but this is just something that just happened the other day. One of my family members was in the house with his wife and their and their kids watching a movie. And a bullet struck through the window and almost hit him and his kids. And he got to sleep every night with two nines tucked under his pillow. That's crazy. And he's trying to find out who's did it. I and mean, you know what everybody's saying in the black community? Ain't no snitching. You got to hold it down. That's the problem. That's the problem that I have. I get Black Lives Matter and everything like that, but have that same type of energy and respect for yourself because they ain't never gave it to us before. So why the hell would they start now? So that's where I'm at with that. And I feel like if you're not from the hood and this is not just going for you or anybody else, do your research and speak before you even talk. Honestly, or get some feedback from somebody that's experiencing these things. And just because I live in the suburbs or whatever now, I still got family in the hood and friends that I talk to every day. So these are real experiences. So I just felt like people, black people were just upset because I put it on the front line. Let's talk about what's going on in our community first and let's change that before we go out and try to change what's been happening for four or 500 years. They ain't never gonna respect us till we respect ourselves. So I'm off of that topic now, but I just wanted to get that out of there. So, um, I have another question for you, Queen Nish. This is from a black guy. Oh, okay. You ready? (laughs) Uh, Okay. He says, we know you like money because we all do. Like Drake said, niggas with no money act like money isn't everything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it already.
0: So oh, wow. he has a scenario. He says, let's say you're dating a man for a long time and he has everything. The cars, the money, the house, the job. He has everything. And he wakes up and he just loses it. And let's say he get he gets back up on his feet. But it's nowhere like how it used to be. I want to know, are you still going to stick around, Queen?
1: Yes, I am. And I'm going to tell you why I would stick around. Because at the end of the day, when I met that man, regardless of what it was, I'm hoping that that man is going to help me and we help each other be better people. And if he was already coming with a lot, he has put me in a position to eat. And so it's it's only going to make me want to do more, so if, if that was the case, if I get a man that is able to teach me something or show me something different, and, and which is what I was not receiving for a very long time, and I refuse to date anybody that can only, I refuse to date anyone that is only going to assist. I need somebody to just yeah. add to me. OK, I'm not doing no more assisting. I don't need you to assist. Like I can do this on my own. You need to come with something new. You need to add to. So if that was the case, I'm going to definitely stick with my man and we going to be up again because you you've only taught me to be a better person. You see what I'm okay. saying, James? I, yeah, that's, I that's I me you, personally. Okay. Like I, you give me an opportunity to eat. I'm going to show you that I could take a, I can make a whole 10 course dinner with it. And we're gonna be up forever.
0: Some of the brothers was checking to see if he was a gold digger. Oh, and I like, that but question. they
1: gotta be they gotta be bringing it to the table. we it, you just can't come with scraps like nah, like we're not doing that. You gotta already right. have it. Yes, you know, we gotta be at the same playing field. So when it comes to me dating, yes, I'm looking for somebody that can add and not assist. That's me personally. Okay. That's not every black woman and black women. I don't, I don't speak for all of us, never said I did. But I speak for me, and that's what I want because I know that was also a question. And Nisha doesn't speak for all of us. No, hell no. I don't want to speak for all y'all because we ain't all the same. Check that, okay? But yes, continue.
0: Okay, so that was pretty much all of the questions that you know that they have for you. So I guess this question is for both of us. I don't know in what particular episode. Um, I know my anxiety and depression episode where I, I talked about. Funny how yeah how i you know how i could not perform and i was so embarrassed i couldn't i couldn't perform i couldn't address the jewelry when it was time for me to get down and dirty with this chick and i got made fun of i don't know what particular episode this question is about but he says do you do you guys think masculinity for black men is being erased what do you think
1: um you know what i do i do i do because us women and I'm not singling out anybody. I'm at right now, this is as a whole, as women, including myself, and I'm hearing me again, ladies, including myself. Yellow, black, brown, purple, blue, I don't care what race you are. We have made it easy. We have made it so much easier for guys in general to lose their masculinity when we decide that we're gonna tolerate certain things. Like chivalry is dead because we have lessened that, not just for Black men, but for all men. Now, I'm not saying all men are like that, because chivalry still lives in some of them. Some people were still raised, right? Most people were not. But I do think that, you know, we have taken part of their masculinity down. All women, not just one race.
0: I feel like... That's my opinion. Like you said, not all, not everybody, but in the Black community, We're taught to be, you know, hard to not show any emotions, and it's going on in urban, you know, communities. A lot of a lot of people are, uh, you know, depressed and going through mental health issues and don't even know it because we're taught that's how we were raised to not talk about it. And um, I feel as though, you know, an anxiety and depression episode. I talk about a serious situation that happened and how it messed me up, and a lot of black men actually reached out to me and said they related and they said that I, you know, they felt I was bold but they give me respect and courage because a lot of, they don't show that side of them. They don't show scars. You know what I mean? They don't show their scars and things that bothers them because and that's how we're taught. That's how we're raised. So I just wanted to show a different side. I'm not sure what particular episode you were talking about but he did tell me that that episode was particularly his favorite. So I'm just assuming that anxiety and depression one was his favorite and I feel like Like I always say, not all, like you just said, not all, but I feel like for the most part, a lot of, a lot of sisters, they want future, but they want future to act like Russell Wilson. They don't want Russell Wilson. That,
1: you know what, that's a good analogy, analogy, ladies and gentlemen, analogy, just wanted to, okay, but that's a good analogy, James, because in my head, if I could get a future with Russell Wilson tendencies, I'd love him forever, like for real, I'm not even gonna say here and lie. Me personally, like if if life was that easy and if that's how I could build a man, like that would be great, honest to yeah. God. Minus the 18 different kids, but
0: <laughs> you know,
1: I would I would like that. But they don't come built like that. That's not Go what ahead. that's not what it is. So it's like for for us, we gotta settle on something. And some people mm-hmm. settle for the Russ and w- Wilson. Some people settle for the future. Me personally, I'm still, I still really think I can find a good in between and that's what I'm going to do and I hope for. So only God is going to be able to show me that, but you're, you're not wrong with that statement because I felt that a lot. I felt it a lot. Right.
0: So I'm just going to get, I'm going to read now off some fans. Are you, can you hear me? Are you doing some moving around? Can you hear me? Who oh, man, I can hear you. Oh, okay. It was a little staticky. All right. Cool. So uh, Mish Mill, Michelle, I asked her, you know, does she have any questions or what was her favorite episode? Um, she said she absolutely loved our Valentine's Day episode. And this is her story because I didn't tell it on the Valentine's Day episode. I got you, Michelle. I got you. She said that her, her boyfriend's anniversary is before Valentine's Day. It's on February 7th. So we just combine the holidays and celebrate both. Because there's no point to celebrate one at a time since they're so close. Makes mm. sense. So, so, yeah, that makes sense. Um, Jacob, my friend, my boy Jacob. What did Jacob say? I got you, Jacob. So he says that he really got into the episode down with the swirl part two. Uh, some of the feedback that I was getting from the white people who took him by surprise he did not think that things like this still existed in the 2021. He says that he feels like me and you could do a part three on this and really dig into a deeper episode. And he enjoyed our fuck Valentine's Day and he stands by my position. Why, <laughs> why do we have to do everything for just this one particular day? Well, we do it on a regular basis. But like but he said, and like I said, happy wife, happy life, happy queen, happy peen. You
1: know, Got that too. <laughs> but again again and i want to clarify it could really i could easily say fuck valentine's day but i would need to say that knowing that my man was doing something like this all the time it's a difference when you're not doing it all of the time okay like i I do want people to understand that there is a difference and to most women or maybe some it could be everything for some it could not be but i just want you to know like You know, if it's if you're doing regular day shit, a Valentine's Day for your woman, which you should be doing, then Valentine's Day shouldn't matter. It's just any other day. And that's the honest to God truth. Only if you're doing what you're doing. But yeah, I like you, Jacob. That was a good. That was good.
0: That was good. Jacob said overall, I fuck with you and your co-host commentary going back and forth. I love getting different responses and point of views and comments from a black man and a black woman.
1: Perfect. I, I hope to, you know, continue to, we're just, we're going to keep giving our opinions and they're not facts. We don't come on here to speak facts y'all. And y'all really need to understand that this is a podcast. It's an opinionated show. If you wanted to come on here and speak, you could too, but we don't come on here to speak facts now because you guys are requesting some facts. Now, we're going to have to do digging since y'all wanted to get serious. Yeah, yeah, and like I feelings. said, I'm, I'm
0: going gonna, I'm gonna to start giving facts along with my opinions. So, hey, right. like I said, some people... Right. Like, and that's only to make us better. That's only to Absolutely. make us as well. Absolutely.
1: Um, but I just th- wanted to let everybody know that originally this show was just an opinionated based show.
0: Right. Symbolized Tells has joined. Hello, Symbolized Tells. What's up? Thanks for joining in on the show. Um... I'm just going to read off. Michelle also said that, you know, she loves me and your our commentary, how we interact with our fans. You know, she said the Instagram post, the lives. She said the TikTok. She loves what we're doing and just keep it up. So thank you, Michelle.
1: Thank you, Michelle. I love positive feedback. I love all feedback, but like the positivity is what keeps us going. And we are definitely taking all your guys' stuff in. That's why we wanted to do this show because we wanted feedback. We want to know how we could be better. And if right. adding facts means that, right. then okay.
0: And, you know, this this is probably one of the last ones, but, you know, she says that she loves our show overall. She says, though, even though she says she thinks that sometimes I can be bullish and, er- and uh, ignorant with my statements, she says that she has to understand and respect where I'm coming from. And she says sometimes... This is where the points and the facts come in. She says she feels as though sometimes that you gaslight me. <laughs>
1: James, do you feel like I gaslight get you? Get
0: me started. Um on the Black Lives Matter episode, I don't know what particular she's talking about. On the Black Lives Matter episode, I feel as though you were gaslighting me a little bit. Now that I look back and I listen to it, I feel as though you were gaslighting me. To be honest.
1: Because I wanted to understand your I really wanted to understand your stand as a black man. And because like, and not being understanding or not being completely with the black lives matter. I, if it came out as gaslighting, I will apologize to you right now. That's wasn't, I wasn't trying to instigate, but th- again, the show is to really tell you guys how we feel. And I, I really wanted to just understand how you right. as a black man could feel like this.
0: That That's all it was. Oh and then, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, but, and we're almost no, at like 30 like, minutes. Huh? I said, that was it. Okay. And it's, it's all good. We're learning together. You know, we're not perfect. We're going to make mistakes. So we're going to learn together and grow. And I just wanted to say one more thing. I know I said I was off, the, you know, the Black Lives Matter thing. And one more thing I just have to say. I know white on white crime is a thing. And Hispanic on Hispanic. And Chinese on Chinese. Crime is a thing. I get it. I know that. But if anybody out there... Can, I think we can all agree that black people are the most oppressed in the world, and if I'm wrong, come at me, let me know. Let me know. Black people are the most oppressed in the world. No matter where we go, we'll face racism, and that's just how it's going to be. So why don't we take care of each other and respect what's going on in each other's community? That's where I'm coming from. So if y'all, if anybody out there has heard anybody protesting or looing on black on black crimes, Come on to Hashtag's Corner and let me know. Let me know, because I, I don't see it. I don't see it. So that's all I wanted to say. So we answered. I've answered as many questions as I did. I got and, you know, I gave him the niche. And we had our show strictly for the fans. So this is Yes, it, y'all. and
1: again, guys, James is not one. Like, he's not the only person on the show. I, I'm on the show, too. So Don't go to him. I would appreciate it. If you guys have feedback for me or if you didn't like something or you liked something, let me know. Come to my DMs. Don't go to James. James and I are two different people.
0: Yeah, we got different views and opinions. And that's all we about to say. I know it's your birthday. I didn't even say happy birthday to you. It's your birthday.
1: (laughs) Thank you, James. Yes. Thank you all for like always listening to us and tuning in. We appreciate your feedback. We keep hoping we get it. And we just want to be better for you guys.
0: I I mean, I love all of you who listen. -hmm. I appreciate everybody, too, that's listening. Take the time out of their day. It really means a lot to me. So I appreciate and love y'all for that. Um, We're going to keep working hard for you guys. And we're going to be back with more dope commentary for you guys. We're not stopping. We ain't stopping. I hope y'all know that.
1: Can't stop. Won't stop. Yeah. yeah, I was going to go into the sweetie one, but then I was like, I could do the 90s.
0: <laughs>
1: it's okay. It's okay. We're just going to move forward. We will see yeah. you guys next week. Thanks for tuning yeah. in.
0: Thank you for tuning in, everybody. And if I didn't say your response or questions, I'm sorry. We just have a little time limit. So that's all it was, y'all. But we're about to get out of here. Queen Nish about to go celebrate her birthday some more. So, And I'm about to record some <laughs> more. So more dope commentary for y'all. So check us out. And we'll be back, all right? Peace. Bye, guys.